Good morning, I'm Neva Redimanu and this is your morning news fix for Wednesday 11th of October. In this update, a New Zealand church group stuck in Israel is trying to keep its spirits up. The group of 44 was in Jerusalem when the surprise Hamas attack hit. It had been part of a pilgrimage. The group is trying to contact MFAT and the New Zealand Embassy in Turkey. Connection City Church Assemblies of God member Pesi Sikalu says they're doing all they can to cope. Just trying to talk to family, listen to loved ones, talk to loved ones, trying to just stick together and listening to our tour guides and our um, tour leaders, what the next point of action is going to be. Meanwhile, escalation of Israel's retaliation isn't expected to slow down anytime soon. More than 900 people in Israel have died since Hamas launched its surprise attack, while almost 700 have died in retaliatory attacks in Gaza. Otago University senior lecturer Leon Goldsmith says the missiles heading back will no doubt catch civilian targets. But Goldsmith says there's no indication the counter-attacks will cease. There's not much mood within this current Israeli government for negotiations. I think we're going to move on the ground into the strip in force. Around 200 people gathered last night at Auckland's Altier Square in a vigil for victims of the attacks in Israel. Gatherers, some draped in Israeli flags, held lit candles. There was a large police presence and people were told to leave in groups. And David Seymour's calling out Greens co-leader Marmon Davidson for suggesting the Israeli Defence Force should be designated a terror entity. They were both part of the press leaders' debate in Christchurch last night. Davidson says both Hamas and the Israeli Defence Force are committing terrorist actions. But the ACT leader says her comments are deeply irresponsible. If we were to take that stance, uh, no one who were New Zealand's allies would take that seriously, and nor would the many Jewish New Zealanders. There was also discussion about the country's reliance on trade. New Zealand First Leader Winston Peters says there's no shortcut to making us a richer country, more able to afford top quality services. We've got to get into export, 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 but add value to the max so we get the advantage for our businesses, our economy and our workers. But Te Te Pati Māori rather candidate Takuta Ferris says New Zealand has already become overly dependent on globalism to prop up its economy. As long as we're talking about export, 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 I can guarantee you the people in the middle and the bottom rungs of our society will continue to fall further behind. Christchurch City Council has installed bollards to deter nuisance white painters from breaking fences to access the Avon River. Residents have complained of unroadworthy vehicles surrounded by piles of rubbish and makeshift campsites. Head of Parks Andrew Rutledge has confirmed there have been nine formal complaints about Christchurch white painters. In sport, Pakistan have chased 345 to beat Sri Lanka by six wickets at Cricket's World Cup in Hyderabad. England have defeated Bangladesh by 137 runs in Dharamshala after posting 364 for nine. Wayne Barnes will referee the All Blacks World Cup quarterfinal against Ireland on Sunday morning. Tyrell Lomax is poised to start for New Zealand at tight head prop after his medial ligament passed muster at training. And A-League Football Commissioner Nick Garcia says an agreement for a new Auckland franchise could be confirmed this month. I'm Neva Redimanu. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at midday from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.